Hi, this is Jackie Russo. I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. If it's your first time listening, thanks so much for downloading. I hope you subscribe and stick around. Yeah, Razor Branding Podcast is produced every Monday. You can subscribe through our website, razorbranding.org, through iTunes. Uh, you can even put it into your RSS feed. For more information, go to that website, razorbranding.org. Follow me on Twitter, at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. All the links are in the show notes, as well as anything else you need to know about each episode. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Today we're going to be talking about print. So print encompasses a number of different uh, types of mediums. You've got daily newspapers, weeklies, business publications, monthlies, trade publications. We're going to go through all of these print opportunities and talk about how to use them to build your brand. Now, when we talk about print, what we're looking at primarily is the different publications where you're going to run a print ad, right? Simple enough. The biggest challenge, though, and you've heard the media talking about it for just about a decade now, is that print is dead, that print no longer is an option. Yes, to a point. What we see is a number of newspapers have gone out of business. You've got some towns who have lost their daily newspaper. You've got consolidation, loss of uh, subscriptions, readership, etc. So it is in decline. However, to completely rule it out as an opportunity or a choice, that would be a bad move. There are still opportunities to be had with print. So what we're going to talk about is how to use the remaining ones uh, that are still a viable choice. So one, when we look at the daily newspapers in your town, although people might not be subscribing to the physical paper because they're not reading it anymore, especially if they're under the age of you know 65, you do still have people reading that news online. So if there is a digital version of the newspaper and the ad rates work for you in a cost per point basis, that might be something to check out. Also, you can look at advertorials as a great opportunity. We use those for clients all the time and they're really impactful. The second thing you want to look at is the media's social media presence. So if your daily newspaper has a social media page where they share their news and you find that they've got a big following on social media, that might be a place to partner and share their power. That might be a great way to kind of lock in to whoever they have in contact. So print itself, the readership, the subscriber base, yes, declining. However, the medium, not so much. People are just reading it on their computers, on their phones, on their laptops, iPads, etc. Next, we want to talk about how else people get their news. So let's talk a little bit about trade publications. I don't mean for your industry, but for your target audience's industry. So if you sell widgets and the people that buy your widgets sell gizmos, then you want to be in the gizmo trade publication because in the gizmo trade publication, you can reach all of the people that sell gizmos and that's who your target audience is, right? So you want to reach them, their trade shows, their trade journals. This is a great way to still use a print medium that can be very, very strong and powerful. So don't rule it out. They also typically have a strong online presence and they may even have some sort of a weekly newsletter or daily uh, update or any kind of webinar series. Investigate those with the trade journals of your clients. Now this is primarily for B2B industries, but strong opportunities for you. So you don't want to rule them out. 
Now, when we talked about print publications and we talked about online, you don't want to forego some of the online-only publications. They're getting stronger and stronger. They do daily or weekly newsletters or e-blasts, as well as updates on the website. And when you look at the traffic, if that's where your audience is, eh, then that's where you should be. The great thing about online is the ability to do more series, to have more data, so you'll know exactly how many people are clicking on it. You can tie that back into the metrics on your website and know if they go to your site, what pages they go to, how long they're there. There's a lot of really great widgets and plugins that can help beef up the data. So you really do get some great analysis on how people are interacting with your ad and whether or not it's truly a viable medium for you. Now, when you look at the ad creation itself, we have to go all the way back to, and if you've listened from the beginning to Raise Your Branding, you'll know in the first few episodes, we talked a lot about focus, connection, and harmony. So where you put the ad, that's harmony. It won't matter how great the ad is if you haven't really dialed into the focus and connection. So who are you talking to? Well, when you're designing the ad, you need to know that. Who is it exactly? Their demographics and their psychographics. And then what are you going to say to them? Knowing what that message is, how you're differentiating from the competition, what you want to say about yourself to change the conversation, those items really matter. So you want to make sure that you've got those pieces in place. So who are we talking to and what are we saying? Keep that in mind when the ad is being designed. Is it a one-off? Is it a series? Are you promoting specific service lines or specific products? Uh, What about yourself are you saying to really let people know who you are and what you're about? That's how you're going to use the ad. So you've got to make sure that it fits into uh, those categories, you know, who you're talking about, what you're saying. It's got to be consistent with your brand standards. Does it look like you or does it look like somebody else? If it looks like somebody else, then you're going to have a problem. You want to make sure that it looks like you and that it works within your brand guidelines. The next thing you want to do is make sure you're checking off all the boxes. Does it have your logo? Does it have a call to action? Are you putting a phone number on it? Should it be there? Should your website be there? Well, people are clicking through to get to you, right? Now, when they click through, are they going to a homepage and you just have to guess where to go next? Or are you driving them straight to a landing page that ties back to whatever it was they just clicked on? Obviously, that's a much stronger choice and it allows you to get even better matrix because if the landing page only exists in connection to that ad, then you'll know very clearly how many people really go to that landing page. Then you can have a conversation with the medium if you feel like you've gotten some inflated click information that might not be accurate because your landing page will be very accurate. So if they say that 100,000 people clicked on your ad, but your metrics show that only 10,000 people went to your page, we have a problem. And that gives you a chance to kind of figure out what's working for you and what's not. So when we look at all of the opportunities with print, there are still some places where you can really maximize it and utilize it. Depending on who your target audience is, what the message is, that'll determine which print mediums you should use and how you should use them. I hope this helps. If not, questions, you want to discuss it further, go to RazorBranding.org. And if you've got suggestions for future upcoming topics, let us know. Uh, If you haven't already, please go into iTunes, give us a great review, five stars, and, you know, share this with your friends and let them know they can take this little bit of branding knowledge on the road with them wherever they go. Thanks. See you next week.